I'm Joanne Wilson, and this is Positively Gotham Gal. Small, meaningful conversations with women entrepreneurs about their approach to life, business, and everything in between. Christine and Caroline are the sister founders of It's By You, a DIY flower kit company that provides flower subscriptions of curated seasonal flowers right from the farm. It's By You was part of the first Techstars and Target Accelerator in 2016. Christine is a seven-time winner of the Philadelphia Flower Show, the largest indoor flower show in the world. She was also the owner of the Secret of Flowers Floral Studio in Philadelphia and a formal financial journalist. Caroline was a media executive who previously built digital businesses for companies like Sesame Workshop and Scholastic Media. She is also a former investment banker and a Wharton MBA. I think what you guys are doing is absolutely genius. Thank you. And I love that the sisters work together and yeah. you have very different skill sets. Yes. Tremendously different right. skill sets. So let's kind of just go backwards yeah. and um, and talk. I mean, obviously you guys have been together forever. <laughs> As I roll my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and, and sort of talk about... You know, yeah. you're you were you are a florist, yes. And how you started seeing this, and then how you know you grabbed your sister and said, "I think there's an opportunity here." Yeah. So it started out uh, a while ago. I was a florist. I had a floral studio in Philadelphia. It was really successful. We're seven-time winners of the Philadelphia International Flower Show. That's big. It's big. It's the largest indoor flower show in the world. So we were doing quite well. But I noticed a trend where a lot more of the, my brides were coming in for flowers kept on saying to me, I love your stuff, but I really, uh, it's not in my budget. Is there a way that um, you could maybe teach me how to do my own flowers and maybe give us the wholesale price for the flowers and we'll just call it a day. I'll pay you for all that. And so I did. I started teaching do-it-yourself flower arranging classes and it was doing very well for me. A lot of florists around the country are teaching those classes and uh, I didn't realize how popular they were, but um, even though florists are going away, and I don't mean high-end florists. I mean, mom and pop shops are going away. Um, but the anybody who remains is teaching classes on every weekend or in weeknights. And uh, people are just lining up to to. I mean, it. I've seen them. I've always wanted mm-hmm. to take a class. How did you become a florist? It, it was, uh, it was <laughs> one of my, I was, um, I was a financial journalist. And I was and I, then I went into social media strategy and it was OK, but I was doing it for insurance companies. So it's not sexy. So on the weekends, I went to Longwood Gardens, which is one of the premier gardens in the United States. And they had do it yourself flower classes. So <laughs> you can get a certification to become a uh, kind of a certified in florals. And so I took classes with a friend of mine and we just had a knack for it. We loved it. We decided to open up a shop together. It wasn't a, it was, um, it was a, it's a bespoke shop. So it was not every, everything by appointment only. We had this great little studio and it turned into, it took, took over my life. Flowers took over my life as they do. And you think flowers are sexy? Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Right. And who doesn't love flowers? And like, I totally I agree. It comes into your home and then you just, you, your whole demeanor just changes. You get happier. It just, it just, there's something so zen about it, yeah. right? Yeah, I think flowers need, fresh flowers need to be in, you know, where you're living. Yes. I completely agree. Flowers need to be everywhere. Right. They have a, an amazing effect on people. They change demeanor. They make people happy. They make people calm. Uh, it actually, it just, and, and there's a lot of studies that say that there's a tremendous health benefit that increases the amount of T cells in people who are really? sick. Yeah, it's um, it's it changes people's lives. What was that book that I, I think I asked you guys if you read, and I think I sent it to you. Oh gosh, the, the lives secret. 
Yes. The flowers. Oh, yes. And I, you, yes. You put have, it on the list. Yes, you put it on the list. Of <laughs> and we can so read this. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it, it talks about that. Yes, like when people that. give something, it's like, yeah. this is for this, or this is for, in the old days, like, this is going to help you get pregnant, right? yes. or this is going to make you get better, that's or right. whatever it they is. They all have traditional meetings, yes. and that's one of the things that we're going to be doing with our subscription kits, is that you're going to learn, uh, all our customers will learn about the meanings of flowers, mm-hmm. and how they were traditionally used and what people uh, how people use them now so you get to learn a lot about the flowers themselves so it's educational yeah too. there's a lot of education so you saw this DIY thing happening yeah. and so were you like at a Thanksgiving dinner or what happened <laughs> we were walking on the we were walking beach. on the beach we were meeting up with our parents in Florida and I was complaining to Caroline saying yes. you know as always <laughs> yeah. Yeah. as I rolled my eyes again um, I was complaining I was saying you know I'm teaching all these classes people are using less and less of my full services and there's got to be something in here um i was looking and i found out that people spend about americans spend about two billion dollars worth on floral crafts each year and uh about 6.2 billion dollars on flowers on cut flowers and i said there's people diying stuff Mm -hmm. all the time and there's got to be a way to scale this rather than just having a bunch of classes you know and caroline is she builds businesses that's what she does and she just she's like is there a way to do like a blue apron kind of model Mm -hmm. where you they can have you can send them uh your customers all the flowers they need all the tools they need and the instructions and it it sounded good uh we started dabbling in it but then we realized that it's not like sauteing a chicken where you can just go to youtube online and or just figure out how to saute a chicken you really need to have somebody who's a professional teaching you floral techniques right so that's where and uh, where we differ from uh, a lot of the food delivery companies is we just don't uh, give you a, an instruction sheet and say, here, go for it, and here's some pictures, knock yourself out. We actually have videos that go with uh, yeah. each of the designs. Oh, well, and then the hope is, is more and more people get their flowers over time every single month, twice right. a month, once a week, however they choose to do this. And it is so nice for them to show up at your door. Right. Is that you can say, wait a second, you know, I'm going to play around with this. Right. Because you've done it enough that you get a feel for it. Right. You know, which is super cool. And what we're doing, too, with our follow-on subscriptions with our refills is that you get curated seasonal flowers. So these are – you're getting new flowers all the time. So it's not you're, – you're not getting the same thing over and over again. Right. So your style stays the same. Your The flowers change. And so – you're always learning something new as well, and you're dealing with new flowers, and and you're actually helping. Um, so you're you're helping local farmers yeah. too. So one of the things you're learning, right? You're being educated on flowers, which is a passion for a lot of people anyway. And then you're feeling good because you're learning about the farmers who are growing that for you. So one of the cool things about our kits is that you'll know, learn exactly what farm they came from. You'll learn about the farmers who actually grew grew yeah. them and why their interest, why, what got them in the floral business. And you'll be learning also about um, the techniques of growing flowers and what's going on with that. So it's, there's, it's such an amazing world, and it can be just it's an awesome hobby, and we're opening a lot of doors for creativity of people for people. Yeah. Well, it's deep. Yeah. So talk about, Carolyn, where you came from that you were like, oh, yeah. I could start this business instead with my sister and get out of the corporate world. <laughs> yeah, so um, at the time, I was working at Sesame Street, and we were I was actually working on a project called Sesame Go, which is a, uh, which is a subscription Sesame uh, service. And so I was learning a lot about how to uh, build subscription-based video businesses. And so actually while we were walking on that beach the, that 
you know, that afternoon, I, in the back of my mind, I was thinking about all these people that I had to call back around Sesame subscription video service. And then we started talking about being the blue apron of flowers, but then also needing video. I was like, I could build this for us. And so um, I, you know, I just kind of build digital businesses. And so where, where we saw there was the opportunity was actually in having, um, in, in making videos, but also having them expire after people watch them. So we didn't kind of want to give away the whole farm, um, just, you know, putting our video out on YouTube. We were like, how do we keep this proprietary an envi- environment? Yeah, exactly. Especially, I, I really do see a lot of value around um, long form video or video that you spend a lot of money making. Um, sure, we're going to be giving away tips and tricks and we're going to be putting things on our website and then also on YouTube that we're giving away for free. But we do actually see um, the value of putting, you know, putting videos somewhat behind a wall. And um, and also, too, I think that um, high quality video, especially something where we film our videos from overhead and from the front where people can actually see what the hands are doing with the tools and the flowers and everything like that. And so it's it's just really good to have high quality video and, and for people to really understand. So almost like taking a floral class. So you guys ended up um, applying to Techstars mm-hmm. um, in the Target under their umbrella, yes. which I think is a super cool Techstars program. What I love about Techstars, and I've actually told this to Brad Feld, is that it's, it's almost like um, Law & Order. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? And I was like, it doesn't matter who the players are. It's like it, there's a formula, mm-hmm. yes. and it works. And it works yeah. each time. It, work, it could be in medical. It could be in mm-hmm. consumer products is what you guys went through. It could be in technology. I mean, it is a... It, the whole it just works yeah and so you guys how did you end up at target in you know in, in minneapolis yeah so we applied we applied uh, this was not our <laughs> this was not our first time applying to tech stars we actually did originally apply in new york but we were early like we hadn't even built an mvp you were just thinking and yeah we were just thinking at the time and um and so then we saw this target opportunity come about and we're like well might as well give it a shot we're gonna make a new video our site was almost launched, um, so we actually hadn't had a site launched yet um, during the application process. But they, we were actually showing them as we were, as we were being interviewed and things like that. We were showing them screenshots of what was coming, so it wasn't like it was like pie in the sky. We were actually building this thing, whether or not we got into TechStars. And so, um, yeah, I think that we had with our program. I think we had like a 1.6 percent chance of getting into the program. Mm-hmm. It was a very highly sought after program. It was the first time they were doing a retail vertical, right. um, and Target was amazing. We worked out of their innovations office, and and yeah. here you are. I mean, so were, yeah. had you stopped working? Obviously, you have to. For, of course, you for have tech to. Stars, right? Yeah, tech you stars. To. You have to be all in. Yeah, you have to be yeah. all in. And so is that when you're like, okay, we're all. Yep. I'm all in. We were both all in. And had you guys ever spent any time in Minneapolis before? Never. <laughs> Not nothing significant. I had never been. Caroline, I had been, been twice to actually pitch to Target when I was doing retail strategy for Sesame Street. Got it. And you have a lot of different partnership, I think, um, which I always thought was really great, you know, with Target, obviously, they obviously love you. Um, and you've done some of these live stream events, yes. yeah. um, which I think are really interesting. So it's no different than when you taught the class. Right. So talk about that and um, and what happens from that. Yeah. So we did a David's Bridal live stream. This was the first time that we had done it. Um, and I think the third time they had done it. So uh, with any company. We're all um, learning together. So we're all learning together. We were in 
in their headquarters right outside of Philly, and um, we we blew it out. I think within um, a week, we had like 90,000 views. I mean, we weren't even broadly advertising that we were doing this. We had no idea how it was going to turn out. It was actually an Ask Me Anything. Um, It wasn't really one of the classes that we had done, but we definitely envision in the future um, having on our site kind of really cool instructional classes or somehow organizing it. We've been brainstorming a little bit Mm -hmm. about this. We think live live broadcasting and video are the key to to bringing people in. And it's just... Once you see that it's so easy that I can do that and like, oh my goodness, you know, I, the only, my only problem is that I don't know uh, how to get everything, how to gather everything together. And then that's where our product, our physical product comes in. So you just have to come to us and we'll give you everything that you need. That's great. So you're inspired by what you see on a live broadcast or on some, some piece of video and then you just go wild with us. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think one thing that's certainly stand out Mm -hmm. is that you guys have been working 24 seven and very quickly. Yeah you know, gotten to this point where you have a great foundation, you understand the product, you have great people that have come have come to work with you. Yes. Um, I mean, it's really like you stuck your foot on that gas. Um, and what have you learned through this process that you look back and go, wow, you know, I would have never had that. I, I never thought that would have happened. Or, you know, we were dreaming or, God, if I'd only known this. I think one of the things that um, was a, I I had always heard that you should just put your idea out into the world and, you know, continue hacking at it, but put it out into the world, let people know about it and the right people will start coming to you. And that's what we actually had start happening, which was so interesting for us. Um, We kind of, after Techstars, we really started People started getting to know us. People started approaching us. We made some friends with the, some flower folks here in New York who then referred us to the guy who we would later hire, actually, as our COO. And he would never probably have talked to us without that intro that we had from the flower guy in, in New York. And um, Yeah, so our, CO, yeah. Our, our first hires, too, have been prestigious first hires, and they've come to us because we've just put the word out that we're where this is who we are and this is our idea and this is uh, this is what we're looking for and people act, it's it's like a magnet it comes to you yeah so it's it's an amazing thing I think for any entrepreneur who's trying to grow their business just don't be a sh- don't be shy to talk about it don't think that you have proprietary stuff going on because other people probably have your idea too but the people who speak about it and to network and uh, make it happen. That's when the world just starts collaborating with you in a a new way. Yeah, and you've had some fits and starts. I mean, you've had some investors that were complete assholes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unfortunately. Um, But you know what? I think because you both have provenance in regards to your career, you actually looked into these documents and read them and said, wait a second Mm -hmm. here. You know, you weren't like 24 young and, you know, bushy-tailed and said, we're going to do this. So I think that's a good thing. I always say that, so I was an investment banker in a past life, and I always say, thank God I was an investment banker because I know all about structuring convertible notes. Like I know how to read these documents and actually understand what they're talking about. And then also, you know, not being afraid to ask questions because they seem stupid. Like no, they're no not question stu- is ever stupid. No question is ever stupid. And in fact, we questioned even some of the, you know, I was talking with my lawyer and we even questioned some of the Techstars legal documents and we were like 
wait a second, this sounds a little like, um, you know, it's not super clear cut. And we brought it to their lawyers and they're like, you know, what? it's not clear cut, you know, so it's, it's even with an established company, you could always still question it. And, and you should, because this is your baby. Like right. this is the only way. You and can it's all about it. the legal documents as yeah. far as I'm mm-hmm. concerned. Yes. I mean, it really, that is the backbone of any of these businesses. Yeah. There's one more thing that I'd like to add there. Um, it's also about the vibe that you're getting. Trust your instinct. So if something totally. feels funky, it is, and you're, it is mm-hmm. like hands down, it is. There's if, if even if it like on a surface you're like I like that person, but there's something that they're saying that does not ring true. Go and look at the paperwork. Continue that, digging. C- continue yeah. digging or dig on any of your investors. Dig the information on them. That is like a big big thing. I just um, I, I'm very intuitive. And if I don't like, there's but you something. You were also about a former them. journalist. I'm so also Chrissy. a former journalist, so I like you <laughs> yeah, know, like yeah. I always yeah. I light red flags end up being dark red flags. Amen. That yeah. is exactly it. Yeah. There, there's smoke, there's fire, whatever you know, whatever whatever simile you want to to talk about, but it is absolutely true. So if you feel it, something's wrong. Pursue that. Find a way. You know, find a way to to yeah. and and even if you can't pinpoint that um, be, with a fact. Um, then just still just uh, be wary, just be wary. And it's just, it, but at the same time, if somebody is giving you excellent vibes, open yourself up to that. Like Joanne, like we, we loved you from, we saw you speak, I think it was a year and a half before we even, yeah, even s- been two years maybe ago. Maybe oh, two really? years yeah. We saw you speak at, at some, uh, a tech event, a tech event. Yeah. And you came up on stage and you were such a badass. You're dressed like you all, all black, like <laughs> the way you are now. And you're like, hey, listen, don't deal with the bullshit. And you were like, just going on. And I was just like, Oh my god, I love her. You know, like we, we were, uh, we were very impressed by you even in that time. And it's not just you; it's just if there is something that resonates with us, then it works. We will, then it works. It means that we're on the same vibe. Well, yeah. one thing I think is interesting, and I want to go back to what you said is you hired a COO. You hired essentially a CTO. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, yeah, we decided to go for a C team right off the bat. And I think, by the way, I think that was a Actually, great thing. They came to us. They which came to is us. The yeah. weird thing, because right? we had said, you yeah. know, we knew they they could actually see when we were our early stages that uh, you guys need this type of leadership in order to get this far. And we always said yes, yes, yes. And then they would come to us further and have discussions with us and say, listen, I, this is where I can contribute to your world. What do you think? So our CTO was that. He was a mentor to us during Techstars. And Who I've known over a decade, he's, which is so random. And he's brilliant. <laughs> he is brilliant. And we were so shocked when he came to us and he said, listen, this is what I see for you. This is how I can be of service. You know, uh, think about it. And the more we thought about it, we we're like, yes, he makes sense for us. And of course, he got our product. He had a he had an intuitive understanding. We got along with him phenomenally. That's another thing. You know, if what, what I just said. Yeah. Well, he's a great guy. He's just awesome. <laughs> so the CTO, our COO Frank, who we just hired because um, we just got introduced to him through the floral industry, and he turned out to be per- perhaps one of the premier floral logistics guys in the United States. And he loved our idea so much that he just also this is what I can offer you. He jumped in. And he jumped yep. in. So and it's a it's an amazing thing when the the C team is super, super important. We've seen other startups who kind of built from like the little positions up and that has kind of been their undoing actually because they ended up hiring friends or they ended up hiring things that were not as important. The leadership was not there. And um, so things went We're really hiring to actually supplement the skill sets that Christine and I don't have. Totally. And yeah. the and the background, you know, both of these leaders that Christine's talking about, one of them has over 35 years in the floral industry. 
the other one on the technology side, he's like got 20 years, right? Totally. And he's built companies. And so we're neither Christine nor I are technologists. And we're also, you know, while Christine has worked with flowers, we haven't worked on the operations side of that. And so um, they're Logistics. literally a dream team. Dream team well, it is an interesting thought. And, and also, I think what's great about it is that you raise so much money and people are so scared to s- spend the money. Mm-hmm. Because a top CTO and a top COO mm. is not inexpensive, right. but the right one who sees the dream, they realize that that plus equity is one package. Because what you really have done is when you guys um, are going to hit the ground running any day now, and I'm sure when this airs, you'll have hit the ground. Yes, <laughs> is that you'll immediately see the difference. And if you had um, done it the other way, you would have had to. Um, it might have taken a while to get there. But with the C team, everyone is focused. They've been there. They know how to run companies. And boom, let's just do it. And so it allows you in many ways either to explode quickly or die fast. Right. Amen. Well, we actually – so we laid the groundwork for, for all of this. I think we have to um, – what we did that was really interesting and where the pain of building the business comes in, it is in laying the groundwork and making it attractive – for those people to come in and approach you. So in, instead of us having to come in with a super sweet deal to someone we might not even know and say they would be our ideal COO and have to give them a ton of equity and then and promise them huge paychecks, we made it attract we made the company and what we built attractive enough for for them to come to us. And then I think that Techstars helped out a lot in terms of legitimacy for us as a company. It's really, it's and like it the also, good housekeeping. Of course, Techstars is definitely the good housekeeping seal of approval. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's again, it's like, you know, it, it's it's law and order. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> it, 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 there, there is a program. It's like getting right. a mini MBA. Yeah. Yes, it is. It ushers exactly you through it. and makes you ask questions and thinks of things differently when you look at your business. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Def- having been through business school, I must say that being in Techstars is a three-month, it's like your first year of business school packed into three months entirely focused on your project. Mm-hmm. And so it's a really cool thing to experience having having done the year-long program or two-year-long program at business school to actually go through the Techstars program. So there is actually a lot of value for you know being in an accelerator like Techstars, even when you have your MBA. And for Christine, you know, coming from a more creative background, I know it was like... It was an eye-opener and it was super intense, but everything in this this startup world is super intense. For sure. (laughs) You're moving on high speed all the time and it's, but it's super cool and... It's it's been for me. Um, uh, also, coming, I'm I'm a small business person, so coming and to think as big as a startup mm-hmm. because it's the the idea of a startup is to get ginormous and to kind of take over the world, and we're planning that. But I my first uh, when we were first thinking of this, I kept on thinking small. And Caroline, who is a big thinker, she always has to drag me out and said, No, 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 no. This is why we need to have to have this COO, and this is why we need to have the CTO. Do you understand? Like, don't be afraid that these guys want to help you. You know, and we're going to grow because of them. And I always kind of Christine doesn't trust anybody. I don't so. trust. I don't trust people. It's it's. Uh, I don't mean, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just I'm I'm worried that people. I've seen um, businesses fail because of poor leadership, and I've seen. Uh, I've seen projects just get pummeled into the ground. And so I'm always a little bit wary. But um, Frank, our, our COO, and uh, and Dan, our CTO, they have been tremendous. The guidance they have given us, the worlds they have opened up to us that we didn't even know existed, 
just changed the trajectory of the business. It's changing the way we're thinking. And of course, all our investors change the way we think too. Every time we talk to you, we have a different, you, you give us a new idea that we really seriously stop and consider. Same thing with all of our investors too. We all, They always make us, give us that grain of information that we didn't even think of. So it's it's been, what a It makes a big difference. Yeah. I mean, it really is um, a creative. I was speaking to a young woman last week who is um, a, uh, in a VC firm mm -hmm. and she's an analyst. And she loves being in the world. And mm -hmm. she's like, you know, how do I mm. learn more? You know, I said, you know, think of it as an apprenticeship because, yeah. you know, try to get into a board meeting where um, I said I had one with this firm the other day and it was just, you know, me, the investor and the entrepreneur. And that was it. And that was a very creative, mm. you know, back and forth thought process. Um thing I said but then go to the ones where you know the company's really mature there's very different decisions to be made yeah. and unfortunately try to find one where the company's in big trouble yeah and they need to restructure and rethink yeah. so because then you're going to get this completely different view of what happens and what goes on yeah. and so you know you guys are in that time period where you're surrounded with people that really care about your success. Not that they don't down the line, sure. but it's a very different um, help to help you not walk into potholes. Mm -hmm. That's right. And I, the people are, yeah, we have found now that people actually super, they are super interested. They care a lot. We're just at the point before we really rule. Um, and so we're still in, in, it's not idea phase. It's, it's, there is, a, there's tangibility, but, um, people are really excited to get the seed bursting and blooming, um, yeah. because we're just, we're right there. We're right below the surface and they can, they can see us poking our little head up and we're, we're, and they want to help us grow. So they are giving us information. They're giving us advice. They're sharing their networks. Uh, we are, we've I been amazed. Too, it, we're also at a stage where we're able to be molded and shaped. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, and you, as an entrepreneur, you always kind of want to be open to that. You, you do want to have a vision for your company and you want to take in a lot of different opinions and decide the right way. But, you know, we were, we just told you about, yeah. you know, how we're pricing our product and, the way that that came about was because um, a VC friend of ours, we were in San Francisco, and a VC friend of mine says, well, you know, you have to talk to this one company who is doing subscription around food um, and um, and actually it was Imperfect Foods, um, and we went to, to talk to them. I love what they're doing. Oh, they're yeah. great people. Um, and we met up Phenomenal. with Ben, um, and once again, our conversations, we scheduled a half-hour conversation. It ended up going an hour and a half. We ended up brainstorming together, learning best practices from what he did. We were telling him about what we did. He had no idea what was going on with our business. And um, and then he gave us a suggestion around pricing. And so we kept that in the back of our minds because we had an idea of where we want to go with pricing. And then, you know, a week later, you know, we're ruminating over that. And Christine says to me, well, remember what Ben said and how about can we work that out? And it turns out that we could. And I think that that is the best way to go. So it's about being flexible and 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 not poo-pooing, even something that might sound a little crazy, but it worked for this one company that is kind of similar to ours in a way, and so it could feasibly work for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know? always be open. Yeah. Nothing is standard in this business. Right. I completely yeah. agree. Yeah. And you're always moving and changing, Yeah, you know, because you'll have new products that will come on, yeah. and you'll right. rethink those again. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So everyone go to It's By You. I love the name. <laughs> Thank and, you. And um, I'm really excited to see where this thing goes. Thank you, so Joey. Thank you. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> 
Thanks again to Carolyn and Christine for joining us. If you're interested in checking out It's By You, you can head over to It's By You, I-T-S-B-Y, the letter U, dot com. Their subscription boxes are launching this November. I've done it myself, and I love it. Thank you all for joining us this week. Please follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and subscribe to the podcast on SoundClouds or iTunes so you do not miss a minute of Positively Gotham Gal. Till next time. <laughs>